everybody. Hi, hi, hi. What's up? Sorry I was a little late. I had to get my uh, my oil changed on my car for uh, the upcoming journey, which is coming very soon. Very soon. Good morning. Uh, Coddington Bear made me this. Dulev sent it to me. It's like one of these things where uh, you can like follow me on stuff. It, like lists every all the pertinent stuff. You see it? You see it, guys? You can follow at Owen Comedy on Twitter, Instagram, Owen Ben Jam, Facebook, Owen Benjamin Comedy, which I am currently banned from, but that's, well, I'll talk about that in a second. To support patreon.com slash WDTL, uh, huge pianist.com slash subscribe, paypal.me slash feed the bear. He like totally laid it all out. Uh, Watch, you got the YouTube, Vimeo.com slash Owen Benjamin, Periscope slash Owen Benjamin, Listen on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Why Didn't They Laugh is the name of the podcast and just the audio form. So that was pretty nice of him. He's a very, very nice person for being uh, just Florida trash. I did a Beers with Bears last night where we uh, I played like over three hours of piano having three giant beers. And by the end, I got really emotional listening to Shostakovich. That's what this is, Shostakovich. I knew it would be uh, it would be copyright infringed. That's always what happens with Beers with Bears. So if you're ever around for Beers with Bears, it's a good hang, but they don't stay up. And uh, a lot of times I'll even unlist them because they're so haphazard that uh, it's more about just the hang. But last night I played a bunch. I showed the uh, I showed the the artistic journey from Bob Dylan's "It's All Over Now, Baby Blue" to Van Morrison, and then Beck used a hook of it in one of his songs, and then someone brought up that the Animals covered it, and um, yeah, like stuff like that. Copyright laws just have a field day with it, so there's just no way. Got a great show for you guys today. A lot going on in the world. First off, I was... This post... It's funny when they actually show the post that goes against community standards. It says, People keep comparing Trump to Hitler, which isn't fair. Hitler was a great leader. That's really... A, that's very funny, what I wrote. And uh, so that got me a nice three-day ban. Uh, and then if I don't comply or some shit, it's seven days and then it's permanent uh, I don't care I think that I think that things are getting so weird that you can't comply or else uh, you know you're that much closer to the guillotine but uh, it's a good time to be alive and a wild time to be alive see this is a classic meme everyone I don't like is Hitler a child's guide to online political discussion because Trump really is a terrible Hitler someone sent me this let me find it. It made me laugh. I didn't have time to put it up. I put up a good amount of these, but I didn't want to be too late. I like to stick to my 11 a.m. thing because although a lot of you guys have subscribed and hit the bell because that's the right thing to do, I still get shadow banned. So I like to stick to the same time every day. But uh, a dear photo sent me this. It just says, worst Hitler ever. It just shows Trump with a yarmulke on talking to two Jews in Israel. Ah, that's funny. All right. 
Uh, a writer for Samantha B said, oh, hello, I didn't see you there. Civility is a tool of white supremacy. Okay, cool, bye. So I combined that with a uh, this other cool picture someone sent me of, uh, it's from the 50s or early 60s. It's from the civil rights movement. This picture, I, I don't, was this at the sit-in at that one uh, diner? But anyway, it's just got someone with a Make America Great Again hat. It's a, a, a black person. And then all the white people are around being really pissed off. And someone on Instagram coined the term the in-civil rights, the uncivil rights movement. And it's kind of funny how that's happening. It's like uh, people are saying that civility itself is white supremacy. And if that doesn't trigger your nonsense uh, meter, this may. Laura Ingalls Wilder, Little House on the Prairie, is now being uh, banned from libraries. My mom actually sent me this a couple days ago because my mom's really into children's literature and uh, she couldn't believe it. I can. It's, it all makes perfect sense. And people say, who will be next? As if the leftists are just trying to eat our entire history, which isn't the case. Uh, Charles Darwin is one of the biggest racists who's ever lived. He thought the Irish were a uh, subspecies of humans so low they couldn't be helped and they were actual animals. Um, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. plagiarized his, uh, his uh, doctorate. For over 40% of it was word for word stolen from another man. Gandhi, of course, was a pedophile who slept naked in bed with his young nieces. Why aren't these people scrubbed from history? Because their philosophies expand state power. Yeah, and they, uh, and they get rid of God. So Laura Ingalls Wilder doesn't do that. So she has to be scrubbed from history. Because she talks about a rugged, uh, rugged individualism, you know, the American spirit, the American dream. And uh, as a blood relative of Clark from Lewis and Clark, uh, they're going to have to pry Americanism out of my cold, dead hands, as they say. I just love that. Everyone I don't like is, is Hitler. Someone said... Uh, there should be literally Hitler in there. Everyone I don't like is literally Hitler, but I think it's fine the way it is. I think it's hilarious. Literally could work better because odd numbers of words actually look better. Seven seven words is better than six. I don't, so weird. Is I a word? I mean, it is technically, but it also doesn't visually look like a word. Everyone I don't like is Hitler. Everyone I don't like is literally Hitler. You want an odd number of words. Um, hello, hello. I don't have a lot planned today. I just wanted to talk about masculinity because the Washington Times tweeted out, Michael Ian Black is writing a book on masculinity. So I uh, put that up on Instagram and I said, that's like if blank did the opposite of previous blank. So I kind of did one of those Mad Libs to let people fill in. The funniest one for me is that's like if Hillary Clinton wrote a book on ethics. There was so many funny ones though. There was like hundreds of people chimed in and had a blast with it. Michael Ian Black is a pussy and he's not a man at all. I'm gonna show you guys the most simple and the most beautiful showing of what a man is. And it's my son and his great-grandfather, Jack, who I love. Jack is such a good guy. Just look at this. 
This is what masculinity is. It's it has nothing to do with Michael Ian Black. Is this the right one? Alright, cool. So let's just watch these two together. Amy just sent me this. Alright. Puts it in the wagon. Nice job, Wall. And then his mom says, good job. And now he thinks, what else can I do? Now we'll pull the wagon. <laughs> and it's that simple. It's that simple. And an 82-year-old and a 2-year-old are still doing what men do. And what men do is they like to complete tasks for their moms, for their wives, for their daughters, for their communities, for their friends, for their future, for God. They just complete tasks and they want to do a good job. Like little, little boys, uh, their dream job is typically garbage man. And it's because they have a big truck and the big truck and they make big noises. And a little kid, what makes a little boy so happy is when uh, they put garbage in the garbage can and their mom goes, thank you, Walter. And they're like, ah. And then they see the garbage man and they're like, they get to put the most amount of garbage in the container. I bet they make the mommies real happy. And it's a beautiful thing. It's beautiful. Michael Ian Black doesn't know anything about masculinity. He's a snake. He's a slimy. He probably has like real clammy hands. And uh, he wants to take away masculinity from boys. A lot of people do. And that's one reason why I think we're seeing an increase in school shootings, heroin addiction, nihilism. I've had some unbelievable conversations with people about suicide because of my Bourdain video. And I was having one today with somebody where he wrote me these like paragraphs. He's just, his heart was just, you know, exposed about how he has a woodpecker in his mind telling him to kill himself. And he understands where I'm coming from, but like, you wanted to know if I understand what that feels like and how hard it is. And I'm like, yeah, I know that woodpecker. That woodpecker comes from a society. I'm like, that woodpecker is just the loser thought. It's the same with like when your muscles ache from work. They're just telling you stop, stop, quit, quit, quit. I'm like, the more you withstand that, the, the, the less power it has over you. And I asked him, I'm like, were you in an environment growing up when people would, would just threaten suicide or talk about suicide like it was not a big deal? And he was like, actually, yeah. And I'm like, that's the problem. And that's why I have a zero tolerance attitude about it isn't because I don't understand despair. It's because I do. And, and, and he was telling me, he's like, to, he was telling me how it like helped him, like how that that helps him. And that even just him, at telling me that asking me if I understand it was was the loser side of him trying to to come out and I'm like no we all can feel that and and it's more now than ever because we're in a society that almost glorifies quitting glorifies being a loser you know the victim culture where it's like if you're last it's not your fault you still get a trophy you know it's like if someone kills himself it's not their fault they were sad no that's a choice don't run from cops. Don't run from bears. Someone was saying they wanted that as a shirt. Because we were talking about that in yesterday's stream. Don't run from bears. Don't run from cops. And uh, and it was a it was a really good talk. Sometimes I'll I'll have really nice 
back and forth with people on um on the internet you know i think that the dms or you know good people can comment and and it's a really nice back and forth sometimes i have that on instagram and youtube but that's what really draws the uh the the the, the evil the 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 sick cuz they want to be seen they want to they the, the exhibitionist quality of it is um, can can bring out the worst in people where they want a uh, white knight or they want a virtue signal or they want to try and take me down. They never do that in DM, very, very rarely. And when someone says something very critical of me or aggressive in DM, I, I, I am so much more kind to that person because it's it's private. And if someone really has a problem with me or, or wants to bring something to my attention and it's private, I will treat them with so much more respect than if it's public, because public, they don't even really think it. They just want to get a reaction. And I think there's a lot of people teetering on the edge that need purpose in their life, and they're not willing to, to do what it takes to have purpose. Purpose isn't easy. Faith isn't always easy, guys. Like I, I was having a great conversation with Sprout Bear, with Joe, uh, back and forth email about belief. And like, you know, that he's never had that moment where he like really feels God or like has faith and stuff. I'm like, dude, I, I question it a lot. You know, sometimes you don't feel anything. Sometimes you wonder if it's all bullshit. Sometimes you wonder that that's natural. And, and you really have to like admit that to yourself and work through it. And, and I frankly can't live in a world very easily without God. Because then everything kind of, it, it kind of like falls apart. There's no like reason. There's no like order. There's nothing to me. And you see that in society. Someone brought up a great point on my uh, Sam Harris video where I, I rebutted his, his claims about religion. And they said, and, and don't forget the guillotine, you know, don't forget the French Revolution, what, they, what those people did. And they called it the, uh, it was this really cynical Title and I think that we'll see a lot of parallels now, as as back then. You know that the terror they called it like the uh, program for public safety, and they were just cutting everyone's head off. And it's because they they tried to make a religion based around rationality and the government, and it it turned so sinister and so evil and so murderous so quickly that it's tough for people to even fathom. And that's one reason why I don't think it's taught that much. You you, you hear about the you know, you hear about the French Revolution and, and all this stuff, but you don't really see what happened. Like when they tried to reject God, they just went they just went to hell. And um, C.S. Lewis has a great quote about he doesn't see God, but he gets to see everything else because of the light of God. And I know that that instant reaction of, of not being a believer, of feeling uncomfortable when someone talks about God and they and they almost like look at you like you're pathetic because you're like weak because you need something. I've been told that when they're like, it's a fairy tale and some shit like that. It's like, but how come if you live it, you survive and if you don't, you die? And not even necessarily literally, but just like, I don't know. It's just science, and if you and if you read like uh, Tolstoy's uh, Confession, science has been unable to answer any of the main questions ever, and and that's what faith is. You can't really prove God, 
And you can't really conceive of God. It's not a white man on a cloud. It's not any of these uh, Sam Harris straw mans. It just isn't that. And I just find it like societies that lose God. You know, Solzhenitsyn said that in Gulag Archipelago that, um, that the reason that everything happened is because they forgot God and they melted down their church bells into bullets, you know? And when you have a child, I think you really get connected to good versus evil and what matters a lot more. And it's a fight. It doesn't just come easy. Purpose isn't just given to you. You can't just say, oh, I believe in God or save me, Jesus. And, and everything just goes like that. I think people that do that without the real commitment, you know, there's a fucking serious weight to freedom. Freedom comes from responsibility. You know, a free society comes from a society that are responsible and they do the right thing and they have ethics. You can't just have it. It's the same with faith. It's the same with the, the things required for that. Like the, the sacrifices that when you say what you believe, you will be hurt by people. People will come at you. You know, that's why the crucifixion is so telling. That isn't just parable. That's real. It's like when you say the truth, the people uh, that are using um, secrets and abuse to gain power and prestige and money, they hate you for it. And so you can't just say like, oh, I'm a believer. I'm good now. Anyway, let's go back to, uh, to normal. It's like it, you, you, life gets pretty fucking wild, man. All right, let me read some of these super chats and then um, I got to take all the dogs to get their, their vaccinations. Um, oh, and I was just going to say, man, it's like, I love this town, Saranac Lake, dude. I do. I know that there was, I've had some issues with, um, you know, people turning on me after my little show there, but it was a very small group of, of socialists and it, and they're really sick people. And, uh, the vast majority, like for example, there's a wait to get your oil changed here for like a while. I think the next opening was like July 6th. But like, um, I just went in and they're like, oh man, Owen, yeah, of course, I got you. And it's like the people that make society go round are my fans and they're my friends and they're people that like respect me and, and help me. It's all these like thinkers, these people that they think they can outthink destiny and outthink uh, fate and outthink God and outthink all this shit. All it takes is one plumber to go like that. And you're drowning in your own shit. You know, the mechanics, the plumbers, the arborists, you know, your gardeners, your construction guys, you know, your, your contractors. I mean, all the people that allow these people to have their lofty thoughts and their judgments. I, I'm, I'm on the side with the people that I like. You know, and that's something like some of these uh, alt-right white nationalist type people. Sometimes they're like, why don't you want to debate me? Are you fucking scared, bro? I'm like, no, man. I'm not scared of you, bro. It's that I don't enjoy being around people that I don't like. It, it kind of happened to me with Trump supporters. Like, I wasn't a Trump supporter off the bat. And I'm still skeptical of a lot of his moves. I'm not like, just whatever he does, I'm, I like. I just, I support the president. I think he's getting a bad rap in the media. But, um... I remember just enjoying being around Trump supporters way more than Hillary supporters. It's the same with Christians. I started, there's some atheists I, I know that I like, but the older I get, the more I'm just like, 
If someone says they're Christian or a conservative Jew, I immediately feel relief. Like I'm like, oh, thank God, my, my tribe. I really do. Because it's just so much like grinding against people that don't share my uh, basic fundamental um, ethics. Like, for example, this uh, Chris Hardwick thing. Chris Hardwick, I did his show once at midnight. And he's short. He's like 5'3". And I am a heightist. I am. You know, I'm friends with some short guys. And some short guys can be really cool people. But in general, I judge quickly. I usually assume that they're up to no good, you know. So he's real little. He probably weighs 100 pounds. You know, I could wear him in a Bjorn. And he's a grown-up. He's a grown man. So that already is a thing. But I, he's a funny comic. When he used to be in Hard and Firm, I thought um, he was really funny. Him and Furman, creative guy, very creative. And, uh, but uh, when I did uh, At Midnight with me and uh, Roy, Roy Wood Jr. and, um, and uh, Steve Byrne, you know, he like, he was weird to us because we we're being real competitive and shitty to each other, but it was a joke. I could tell that he's not real big into masculinity. Small, little guy. And, uh, and he's like one of these guys, one of these elitist type guys, nerdist and all that shit. He's uh, one of these Apatow fucking everyone's a Nazi, you know, Hollywood elitist types. So I'm not a fan. I'm not looking. I'm not looking to like help that guy or back that guy. And then I found out I saw this article that he abused his ex. And so my initial thought was, uh, yeah, that's the type of guy that would do something like that because he's a, a little guy and he's a leftist. He didn't. It's like, then I dove into the story. It's crazy. Like, the the woman completely fucked him over. She cheated on him. He broke up with her nicely. You know, there's all this, the texts are available. Uh, she writes this whole thing where she just lies over and over again and says, like, you know, he wanted more sex than she wanted to give him. So, like, her just lying there, she felt like she was raped. And it's like, women believe this shit. Women just believe what they read. They're just like, oh no, Stacy, Diane. And I'm like, that guy just got fucked. He lost his TV show. Granted, he married a Getty. He's so rich, it's tough to fathom. I'm, he's not like hurting. But he shouldn't have been shamed. And here's the thing. My ethics, and I, I've really thought about this. It's like, you gotta stand up for people that, even people that... You, you are opposed to in every possible way. You can't just be like, oh, it's good that he got fucked over because he's not in my tribe. No. We need rule of law that covers all Americans. And he that social shame from something he didn't do is total nonsense. He got screwed. And it's this war against masculinity, too. It's like everybody just believes any woman that says anything now. And, uh, and some people were writing to me like, uh, well, just let him burn. He's a lefty. And I'm like, that's not my shit, dude. That's not my shit. And I thought about it. I, I, I was like that a little bit with that Aziz Ansari character. Where I'm like, oh, he wants to push these policies on people? Now let him burn for it. But it's like in the end of the day, if you don't maintain your ethics and your morals and what you think is right and wrong, you don't, you, you don't end with anything good. And I see that with these alt-right white nationalists. It's like... If you do identity politics like the left, you just become the left. And that's stupid to me. And I don't enjoy 
those debates, you know, and I don't enjoy being around people that just are like, you scared? Oh, you scared of the truth, bro? I'm like, no, dude, I, no, like, scared of the truth. It's just a joke. It's like, no, I believe in a meritocracy. I believe that people should be judged on the content of the character, not the color of their skin. And that's, and that's the truth. And it's easy to respond with leftist identity politics with our own form of identity politics. And that's total and utter nonsense. And, uh, I've had these conversations so many times. I have friends that are like kind of racist, you know, like that. And I'll, I've had these arguments. I've had these arguments late into the night about like whether or not America is a white country and shit like that. And I'm just not into it. It's just fucking gay. All right, let me read some of these. You should rehearse I'm All Right by Kenny Loggins, the Caddyshack theme song, and do a parody. I like it. Let me screenshot that. I'm boys with uh, Brian Doyle Murray. He wrote Caddyshack. That guy's a great guy. Galicia Bear. Big Bear, yesterday I met Northwest Spain, Galicia, Asturias, etc. People are more brute but honest and kinder. Oh, that's cool. Brute. I, I can. Uh, what's your first language? Is it... People are more brute. I think in English, most people would say uh, brutal or uh, direct. Three-day ban, rookie numbers, got to bump it up. Well, try out ban for life from Twitter, bruh. Uh, that's a very generous Pat the Bear. Morning, Big Bear. This is a long overdue super chat, but I'm in a much better spot now financially than when I was when I first started listening to you last year. You and uh, Peterson have helped me so much in developing my life into something much love, PTB. Man, that means a lot. Thank you, brother. Keep fighting. Keep fighting the good fight. Ziggy Shrugged. Hi, Big Bear. Homeschool bear here in Florida. Wanted to say thank you for inspiring us bears to keep fighting the good fight for free speech, free thought, and free enterprise. Praying for you and family, you and your family. It's getting to the point where someone on Instagram today wrote to me, this was very telling about our times and the need to do what we're doing. Uh, this person wrote to me... Um, Uh, hmm, sorry. Dude, you are my sunshine. So sad that to tell the truth nowadays is ballsy. And that really hit me. It's like to tell the truth nowadays is ballsy. But that means it's that much more important. Someone else wrote, don't these people have anything better to do with their lives? And that's getting rid of Laura Ingalls Wilder. And I said, um, you mean to try and topple the richest country in the world? No, it's pretty difficult. This isn't just random nonsense. This is, these are attacks at our, at our history. You know, someone um, wrote, the past was erased, the eraser was forgotten, the lie became the truth, George Orwell. You know, those who control the past control the present. Uh, yeah, and they were scared. And then uh, someone else eloquently said, these cunts need to stop. Hilarious. I'm very uh, lucky to have a lot of really cool people follow me because I really do read your comments and uh, a lot of them are very uh, mind mind blowing. Sandy says, um, visit Williamsburg, Virginia and listen to the younger actors speaking about our history. They're scrubbing it little by little, speaking down on our founding fathers for owning slaves. Only the older people say it like it is. One of them told my friend they're leaving because of it. He's trying to encourage people to write 
to the board regarding the issues. Heading to Mount Vernon today. Can't wait to see if it's heading down the same road. Yeah, it's uh, there's scrub a dub dub, and the whole uh, and the whole slave thing. I think the modern equivalent of slavery is abortion. That in a hundred years, people are gonna they can't believe that we were killing our next generation in the womb, and to think about the balls it took for Thomas Jefferson in that in that society to be able to say like, this could be wrong what we're doing. We shouldn't do this. And then all the, the leftist equivalents back then would be like, no, slaves wouldn't know what to do if we set them free. These people, we're, we're doing them a favor. They need us. Do you hate these people? If, if we don't own them as slaves, they would just run, run rampant in the forest and kill each other. I mean, does it sound familiar? Welfare state? It's the same thing. And so the people that had the balls to stand up and, and say there's something wrong with slavery, even though they own slaves, I would own slaves, you would own slaves, every single person would in that world where you're, we're doing right now, we're doing stuff that's, that's like that, that ethically, when you look at it, you just be like, whoa, even just how people are taxed from the threat of putting them in a cage and then, and then killing them if they resist. It's like, how dare these people act like they're above um, ethical mistakes? It's just, it's just crazy to me. It's not crazy. It actually makes sense. It's the easy path. And some people don't, they think that the leftists will then, will just learn. Where it's like, oh, when, now when they see that the Russia collusion thing isn't true and we spend so much time on it, they'll be embarrassed and they'll learn. No. Have you ever been around an addict where an addict will say anything to get more drugs and they won't, if it's like, Hey man, I, uh, my car just got impounded. I just need a hundred bucks, man. I just need a hundred bucks. It's my last time I got my life together. And then the next day, if you're like, if he's like, Hey man, um, I just wrecked my car. I just need a hundred bucks. And you'd be like, well, your wasn't your car impounded. They're like, uh, no, there's never been a car They're, like they don't care about the truth. They will say and do anything to get more money, more power. And, and power and money is more of a drug than any physical drug. So addict behavior is addict behavior. Where it's like, hey man, there's, there, there's, there's structural racism right now. The cops are gunning down black men. It's like, okay, well, the total statistics, it's uh, 20. 20 total people, unarmed black men, were shot by white cops in America for an entire year. 20 out of 350 million people. That statistically means it didn't, more people die trying to jerk off a hippopotamus. And they're like, right, so, man, it's all about, you know, the Florida shootings and, and, and Parkland. And, but it's like, well, it turns out that it was because the cops didn't act. They, they weren't. What happened with Nicholas Cruz is uh, he was saying he was going to shoot up the school. He had 35 calls about it, but uh, an Obama administration policy about not doing the uh, school to prison pipeline. And so racially, his last name was Cruz, they wouldn't call the cops on children that were committing crimes. And that was lowering the crime rate so they could get more money. This kid was a very, 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 very troubled kid with all the signs. You know, hurting animals, bringing weapons to school, saying he was going to snap, uh, mentally real mental problems, broken house. His mom just died. He had an absolute 
breakdown and they wouldn't call the cops. And then the cops, even when they're there, they didn't enter the, the building. They just sat there and the chief lied about it. And he drives a Lamborghini because of all the money they got because they didn't um, report kids. And they were getting funding based on their lowering of crime when all it was was a lowering of reported crime. And it's like, so that obviously has nothing to do with guns. It has to do with how um, these children are are put in harm's way. That's why I'm not sending my kids to public school. I do not trust these people. You say that to someone, immediately they just be like, yeah, well, the wage gap. And you're like, "What? the wage gap doesn't exist. It's been disproved. If you compare women that have never had children or been married with men that have never had children or been married, there is no wage gap. In fact, in a lot of fields, women earn more. And they're like, what? my car's impounded. They're never trying to get the right answer. They are addicts trying to get a fix. And the quicker you know that, the quicker that these things won't surprise you when it's like, oh, they're trying to scrub Laura Ingalls Wilder. Uh, you know, it's like, are these, these people are so stupid. They're so triggered. They're, no, they're not. They're not stupid. They're not acting emotionally. They're acting rationally if you think about an addict trying to get drugs. They will say and do anything to manipulate people's emotions to giving them free shit and to giving up power. Wrong. Am I wrong? Uh, I think suppressed masculinity leads to incels and magtow is what causes these school shooters to go off the rails. 100%. You got to give boys a job. And that's why monogamy is so good. Like if you look at cultures uh, that where you can have 30 wives, if you go over to our, over to like Saudi Arabia or places like that where you're super rich and the rich men, the powerful men can have 30, 50 wives. Those are 30, 50 men that can't have a family. That those women are now taken off the market so, uh, so they can't have a family. So what happens? Men that, that don't get families, that don't have a reason, a purpose, uh, become very unstable. And they would die to have sex with imaginary women in the sky because they, they have no possibility of getting a family. And that's why Christianity is so good. Because it's, it's one woman, one man. And that, that, that is great. That gives a man a purpose. When you, when you say it's okay for one man to have 50 wives, you just created 49 potential suicide bombers. Uh, and also, it's good for the one man with the one woman, too. Because it doesn't matter how rich and how powerful you get, the best you can do in life is one woman and really, really treat her well and start a really good thing. If you have 10 wives, what, what, what can you start with? Ten, just, just trying to start over with each person or you have to uh, denigrate them all, put them in potato sacks. There's no way around this. This is reality. This is just reality. And you just have to face that. And men have an instinct to have sex with a lot of women and women have an instinct to have sex with powerful men. These are our base animal drives that need to be uh, chained. And they do because it doesn't go anywhere good. It goes to, if, if we want to be, we're like half animal, half divine. Humans are special. We are. If you go with the animal part and you kill God and you say God is dead, uh, it's all about pleasure. You just become a really smart animal. You just become a really smart monkey that's capable of getting uh, just the type of, 
of drugs and sex and 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 war porn imaginable. And and then what's life? It just it doesn't make you a bad person to want to fuck a lot. It makes you a creep if you don't control it like a civilized person. Right. Or, I mean, listen, I'm not so conservative that, I, I, I mean, don't give my my views on things have been changing a lot in the last six months seeing what's happening to the world. Like the Me Too movement, shit like that. It's a, you can't even be single now. It's like one of the dumbest things you can, smart, uh, smart animals do not eat other animals. What does that mean? Smart animals do not eat other animals. I hope that's a joke. Google lion. (laughs) Retard. (laughs) Um, What was I talking about? I fucking forgot. Does anyone remember what I was talking about? Uh, A friend once said you can't live with them. I don't trust emotional thinkers. I can't remember what I was talking about. Being conservative, sex a lot. All right, right. I'm not super conservative when it comes to sex when you're single and you're like growing up. I think that I don't regret some of the meaningless sex I've had. Uh, But now I'm starting to even question that where I'm like, how does someone function in this world with that? With, With all this like everything's potential rape? You know, like... I really think the only answer is, is monogamy. Like, I, I swear to God, it's just like, if I was a young man right now, I don't, I think I would just be monogamous because I don't think it can even work. And this isn't coming from a point of view of like just innate um, uh, Christian conservatism. I, I'm not really that sexually conservative. I'm just not. It's not, I never have been. Uh, I think that you're a scumbag if you cheat or if you get married, you're cheating on your whole family. You're just, you're weak, shit like that. But if you're like single and young and someone else is single and young and wants to have sex, fuck it. But now I'm starting to even question that. I'm not ready to really report my thoughts on that yet. But like Ben Shapiro was talking about that where he's like, yeah, the, the real feminism is monogamy. Like it's almost like what Pence said where he's like, I don't want to have dinner with a woman that isn't my wife. It's just not a safe environment. It's not because he's scared he's going to like fuck them. It's like nothing good comes from that and no good rumor comes from that. And in this world where an accusation is a fact, you got to keep yourself safe. You got to stay away from, uh, from situations where someone can just accuse you of nonsense. Look at what just happened to Chris Hardwick. Like, look, look Mike Pence is right. He's like, no, I'm not going to fuck you. I just don't even want it possible that that can be said. And uh, and that can destroy young men. Being accused of rape with no proof whatsoever can destroy your life. And I was always going after these uh, Hollywood people early. Like if someone was accused of rape or something, I'd be like, oh, that fucking scumbag. Because like in my mind, I'm like... I knew how many scumbags there were, and I'm like, yeah, it's finally we're we're, we're cleaning we're cleaning out the the garbage, all these men, these predatory men, and uh, and now I'm starting to see people that are like legitimately not guilty of anything, just being destroyed. Look what's happening to Maynard James Keenan. I don't I don't know that story. What's happening with Maynard James Keenan? It's it's weird. It's a weird time, man. It's a time uh, if I. If we really want to help the younger generation, we need to shut down the rave clubs. These kids get too sexual and anything goes. They're just kids, but the world is sick. 
And just, I don't think we should shut down anything. I'm, I'm a, I think it's, oh, he's being accused of rape. No way. I just think we raise kids to not go there. And to, I know so many kids who were raised so well that they are just not going to make some of the mistakes I made because they, um, they were told by people they respect and have held their respect not to, um, not to do these things. And my parents are, are great parents. They raised me really, really well. But they had absolutely no sexual experience and didn't really um, uh, teach me how to navigate a lot of that stuff. And my community was obviously sexually very bad. I mean, it's like the pedophile capital of the fucking world, Oswego, New York. And, uh, you know, just very uh, blue-collar, hard-drinking, skeptical of the church type type area. I got to play you guys something that uh, the Clips channel made, Base Taxon made yesterday. It's wicked funny. I sent it to Rogan. He laughed. Uh, hang on, let me download this and then play it. Yeah, subscribe to Owen Benjamin Clips. Those dudes do a, a really good job. I'm start, I just think that like all roads keep pointing to conservatism, sexual conservatism. And, and coming from me, that's really weird. Because I never thought that way. I really didn't. I thought that that was uh, that that was like an archaic way of thinking. And uh, I mean, you wouldn't even need to talk like the abortion shit. It's like that comes like unwanted children blows my mind now. The thought of not wanting a child to me is fucking so alien. It's weird, man. It's weird how much like change has gone through me since having a child. It's like everything changed. It's so weird. Um, all right, let me read a couple more of these. Any chance of repeating the breakdown of that haunting Russian classical song from last night's Bruise of Bears? The note is the individual was beautiful. I might cut that and put that up because a lot of people have written to me about that, that they thought that that, even Coddington texted me that I should be a music teacher because it was uh, it's it was inspiring, and I'm not saying that as like a weird brag. It like literally was inspiring to like learn music, because I think a lot of people don't know how to listen to music and like what it can be, and so to see someone just listen to music fairly drunk, uh, and you know get off because he starts weeping emotionally, like un I, I started uncontrollably crying. Uh, that could get people into classical music, so I, I'll cut that and put it up. Buy land, plant fruit trees, create human habitat. That's from Planting Freedom. Yeah, I'm all about that shit, bro. I'm all about uh, gardens and chickens and stuff. Use this to buy a cantaloupe. Thank you, Corey. George, someone once said the opposite of love is not hate, but power. Whoa, that's a good one. Attributed to C.S. Lewis, but I can't find the exact quote. Nonetheless, it is a good one. I always thought it was uh, the opposite of love isn't hate, it's uh, indifference. But that's... That's a good one. The opposite of love is not hate, but power. Wow. Or like the forcible, like force power. Power is an interesting word. Because sometimes you get power from the right reasons, though, and it's not like evil. But I think that's more called like authority. All right, let's, uh, let's watch. Uh, this was from yesterday's stream. Captain Cutler said something wicked funny, and this was clipped into something something very funny. 
You got blacklisted from the Joe Rogan show for being a libertarian. I don't know. Dude, I, was, I talked to Joe yesterday. I don't know if I'm ever going to be on it again, but me and Joe are boys. We're, in, we're, in, we're doing fine. Our relationship is, is really good these days. No, Joe's good shit. I think Joe gets overwhelmed because his life is so fucking intense. Uh, I mean, I just imagine that, you know, he sits down with like so many of these people. I get to do this alone with the Bears. Um, I wanted to talk to you about social media. Okay. Because I, I love you. I, I love you too. I think you're a very good guy. I really do. I really do. <laughs> Captain Cutler just said something insanely funny. Owen has battered wife syndrome with Rogan. That's so funny, dude. That's so fucking funny. I have battered wife syndrome. <laughs> dude, that you just hit it on the fucking head. I really might. I might have Stockholm syndrome from last time I did it. All right, so you get the idea. So just check that out. All right, so uh, let's keep rocking and rolling. Let's keep rolling and rolling. So that's the Clip channel on Benjamin Clips. It's uh, it's out uh, if you just like these little nuggets. Thanks for the real tr talk about suicide. My mother off, often threatened suicide, and it was terrifying. By the way, Black writing a book on masculinity. Oh, Michael Ian Black writing a book on masculinity is like Stalin writing a book on Austrian economics. Cheers. That's hilarious. Like he's Mises. Daniel. Hey, Owen, I recently had a double uh, hernia surgery. Please play Hurt Balls version of Johnny Cash, Hurt. Example, I hurt my balls today. That's funny. I'll give that a shot right now. Why did you have to have the, is that like the weird thing where you have like a, where you have like an extra vein in your balls or some shit? What, the server encountered an error and could not complete your request. Please try again in 30 seconds. That's all we know. Google isn't working in my, in my house. Let's put up spot. Let's. Yeah, I can't Google anything. Is that happening to you guys? Is Google down? I can figure it out. Uh, I hurt my balls today because I had I, I had I had an extra vein. They operated on my balls Lots and lots of pain uh, What have What have I become? Gotta figure out the song first. Thing. 
like a big. Uh, I really think someone's fucking with my internet. The last two streams I've had, I just left up the streams from yesterday because when I download them and re-upload them, I lose a lot of quality in the picture. So it's just two parts. <clears throat> what have I become? Oh, I've, I've talked about this song showing the buildup and release in music. So I hurt my balls today. Hema something surgery. I focus on the pain. Uh, I don't have any choice. So it just keeps going. It just keeps like staying in that. The resolution is dark again. Tried to kill it all the way. But I really need my balls. And that's when it that's when you you hit that other point. That's when it's almost like uh what words you enunciate in a sentence in a sentence like I have one ball. I have one ball. I have one ball. I have one ball. Like all those things mean something differently like what word you put the focus on. And uh it's the same with music like <clears throat> like what part of the song you drop it. You drop it. You, you go from I, but I remember everything. The clarity comes through with that G. I tried to kill it all the way, but I remember every and then everything. Then, then you remember everything, right? And then that's that's why that part makes you feel. What have I become? And then the humility comes in. My sweetest friend. And then it's the bargaining with death. You know, you go through the stages of grief. So that first is the, is like the, what have I become? My sweetest friend is bargaining. And then everyone I know goes away in the end is, is despair again. Everyone I know goes away in the end. More bargaining, right? And you could have it all. My empire of dirt. I will let you down. I will make you hurt. And then you're right back to the... repetition of daily monotony and then and then when you remember what have I become those are those those moments in life when you get through the monotony and you actually see something for what it really is and then it goes back um I hope your ball feels better buddy Big Bear, you're so right. Abortion is the ultimate uh, ultimate evidence. I'm an abortion survivor in more ways than one, and people shut me down, won't listen, insist their rights um, supersede the right to life. Right. I just think it's it's crazier than slavery. My body, my choice. I want to start saying that about the border in America. My, our, my country, my choice. You don't get to come in my country. Uh, Justin, you see the Stanford professor that proposed a course in privilege as a computer science course, thought it might be a good joke material. Well, you know, the Stanford prison experiment turned out to be all lies. That's mind blowing. And, and that didn't make any news because it didn't push forward the godless scientific, um, 
state worldview that's being pushed. They tried to kill God. And uh, that's one reason why they want to abort kids is because when you have a kid, you see God again. You know, I didn't see or feel God for over a decade. And it's like, that's one reason why they hate families. They hate loving families where the woman can stay home and the guy works. Because in that world, you see God again. And it's like, it's really, you can't get around it. Chaperone courtship might make a comeback. LOL. I'm dead serious. Oh, let's look up Maynard James Keenan. This sounds like such bullshit. I know so many people who know this dude. This dude is the opposite of a creep. I mean, he's a weirdo. But there's a difference between a creep and a weirdo. Like, I'm a weirdo. This is, oh, dude, Brooklyn Vegan is the name of this fucking blog. Maynard James Keenan accused of raping a fan in 2000. Dude, just don't be alone with women ever that aren't, like, really good friends that you really trust. It starts with deep breath. I have to anonymously tell this story because I tried to tell it from my real account and couldn't name him directly out of fear, so I deleted the tweets. Here goes. I was 17 and he was 36. You already know it's bullshit. Any, there's women right now on this live stream who have actually been raped. This is not what it is like. This is not when you're trying to put together the pieces. You don't, you don't write deep breath. You may take a deep breath. I went to see a perfect circle and nine inch nails in the year 2000 with my high school boyfriend. I will leave it. No, I'm already guessing what happened. She, I, I'm not going to make any, I'm not going to guess, but all right, whatever. She went there with her boyfriend. I think we're starting to see what reality is. I I will leave out the city and attempt to protect myself. The fact that this is getting press and people knew about this is insane. This person is anonymous. This could be anybody doing this to anybody. You could just have some like, Hey, I'm a zebra. I can't type really well because I have hooves. Deep breath. Get through it, zebras. Zebri. My name's Gary the Zebra. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Backspace, backspace, backspace. <laughs> we were in the front row, blah, 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 blah. Can my boyfriend come with me? The heavyset woman said, I only said I had one pass. You can meet them now if you want. I told my boyfriend that I'd see him in a few minutes. Okay, so she, she already is going backstage and leaving her boyfriend to meet uh, a rock musician that she doesn't know. Already weird. Uh, this is just so dumb. I'm sure to some this doesn't sound, I don't remember the next few minutes, but I do remember this. My boyfriend was waiting for me at the doorway where I had been led. His face was sick with worry. I didn't want to upset him, so I kept to myself. I'm sure there was no, uh, uh, I don't even want to read this. It's so dumb. I don't remember the next few minutes, but my boyfriend, all right. I'm sure this doesn't sound like rape. I'm telling this story because in my year 2000, the conversation that consent was not consent, at least not in my high school. Um, fucking so dumb. So dumb. It ruins it for real rape victims. I mean, I'm sure many of you have been raped or know real rape victims. Yeah, wait, way to just not believe the victim at all, says Ian Hopper. Uh you fucking loser. Really sticking up for women here, says Ian Hopper. <laughs> hey, Ian Hopper. 
You're a fucking pussy. <laughs> uh, I actually know rape victims that have gone to the police covered in bruises and cum and trying to get people to uh, actually arrest people that she knows exactly where they gang raped her on tape and nothing fucking happens because of shit like this. It's so, like, th these people are like, oh, you must really. No, no, that doesn't work for someone like me. That doesn't work for someone like me at all. As a woman, let me say Owen is exactly right. Yeah, these fucking dudes, they're trying to, they're trying to water down rape so that they can keep raping chicks. These virtue signaling cowards, exactly. Like Ian fucking Hopper being like, way to stand up for women. Yeah, I actually do stand up for women. I'm anti-abortion. I'm pro-marriage. I'm I, All that shit is already against rape. The supposed victim. What the hell happened to the burden of proof and innocent until proven guilty? It's gone. Look what just happened to um, Chris Hardwick. It's about taking down... Uh, uh, it's about taking down society where all you have to do, you, you create a culture of fear where all anyone has to do is accuse you of anything and you're gone. And that's how you create a society where men just, uh, just all act passive and like, oh, yes, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. And notice it's, it's all white men except for one, uh, that one producer. I can't remember his name, but there's one black producer who got, who got hit with it. They tried to go to Jamie Foxx and he was like, bitch, I'll sue you. The Cena Hopper is guilty of what he speaks of out just like the rest of them. Yeah, totally. Well, did you see that? That Oh, check this one out. You guys won't believe the timing of this shit. Look at this. And I looked up um, this organization. It's total horseshit. Uh, this guy is a lot like Ian Hopper. Hey, man. Have a heart, okay? This guy. Uh, head of international campaign to stop rape and gender violence. By the way, total soy bullshit. I looked it all up because I'm against a lot of shit as well. Like there's some, uh, there's some uh, agencies right now doing great work, actually taking down people. That's not this. This is total. This guy went to Oxford and in, in, uh, Oxford and Columbia, and he's totally one of these elitist fucking pedos. Anyway, Joel Davis, 22, attempted sex encounters with children ages two and nine. Soliciting child porn videos, attempting prior sexual abuse of 13-year-old boy, having anti-child abuse advocate arrested for trying to have sex with kids. See, the reason that I don't like this is because we should all be anti-child abuse advocates. This is one of those virtue signaling fucking dipshits like Ian Hopper that's like, do you even have a heart? Now give me your kids. I can't believe I have to say this, but polygamy and polygamory is bad for society. Stop. Protect the patriarchy. It's a fact. Where is old Ian Hopper? Ian, you gonna you gonna say anything else? We'd love to know more about how you think. Do you even care about women? Have you held a woman that's covered in bruises right after a rape? Because I have. Um, I'd love to know what you think, Ian Hopper. Scroll up, says Ian Hopper. Why don't you just re uh, say what you said? I'm not going to scroll up. What, are you going to force me to with a gun? Ian Hopper takes it in the pooper, says Keto Bear. I'm not going to judge him for that, but probably. Tool fan, Search Maynard calls out snowflakes. Oh yeah, it's because he's not... This is the threat. It's a way to, um, it's a way to 
make people because he's clearly leans right and by leaning right all that means is just doesn't hate america i bet he probably doesn't even like trump but like he just won't accept socialism so what they do is they set this shit up and they try and take him down by just they try and use our natural protection of women and children against us which is fucked up ian hopper said anti-abortion is not pro-woman okay Okay, why don't you talk to one at 45? Why don't you talk to one at 45 who had an abortion at 18? Because a guy like Ian Hopper wanted to fuck her without a condom. And she thought it was empowered because she read it in a bunch of magazines and all her friends said so. Why don't you talk to them? You know, have four or five glasses of wine with them in a bar and then watch them fucking sob. I have. You know? Ian Hopper is the Michael Ian Black undercover. Totally. Where is Ian Hopper? Ian Hopper is guilty of the same thing, but in reverse, he believes the woman's story without proof, but is upset because he didn't believe the woman's story without proof. Oh, Ian Hopper is an addict. He wants, he wants to win. He wants power. He wants endorphins without anything. He doesn't have any consist- logical consistency whatsoever. He's a sad little man who wants to just get in. He wants to be inside of people without consent. I'd bet money on it. Abortion is great for the Peter Pans of the world and the pedophiles. Exactly. Uh, pro-abortion isn't pro-woman either. Uh, what about the millions of women that are sucked out of the mother's rooms? Oh, yeah. Uh, Google China, Ian Hopper. That was a 30 million woman genocide. As soon as they found out it was a woman, they would abort that woman. Do you understand that's genocide? That's a gender-driven genocide by abortion by secularists. Ian Hopper now says, I'm not saying I believe her. I'm just saying not calling... Not going to call her story stupid when I've never even spoke to her. Someone in 2000 writing an anonymous blog in 2018 who never went to the cops who fucked potentially the worst case scenario. Assuming you believe her fucked a rock star star backstage while her fucking boyfriend held her purse and then came out. She didn't even say no. And so that is her attempt at taking someone down because she lives a pathetic life. And it's a whole political thing to try and teach men a lesson for standing up for society. Uh, Is that right, Ian? Ian Hopper? They've tried to do it to me, but it doesn't work with me. It doesn't work at all with me. It's pretty funny, actually. Do people, it's, it's, it's great. That's the beauty of marriage. Get married, don't cheat on your wife, you're all set. Because these like single type, no, I'm not going to kick Ian out. Ian, I let him fucking say anything he wants. This is a perfect example of what, of what, he's like speaking for all the garbage in the world. This forced compliance of must believe, uh, of must believing in accusations is exactly what the Soviets did and what South American Juantas did to rid their political adversaries. Of course, and they use your own desire to protect women and children against yourself. That's the problem. Because it comes from us being good. That we're like, yeah, don't question uh, a rape victim. Don't do that. And then these people will use that. Look at what just happened to Chris Hardwick. It, she was a proven liar. Proven. And people are still like, yeah, but Ian Hopper says. Ian Hopper wants to fuck you without a condom and then abort your kid. That's what Ian Hopper wants. And then when you're crying 20 years later, he won't be there to pick up the pieces because he's such a pussy. He won't actually marry someone or have a family or fight or do shit. He's just another fucking dude with no ethics, just watching the world burn so he can get another taste of that power cocaine, right? 
The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Now, at this point, it's Owen. I just think your attitude towards this has led to a lot of injustice from Ian Hopper. Ian Hopper, Ian Hopper. Do you even ex You do exist, don't you, bud? I want to look at you more. Has led to a lot of injustice. Yeah. What about the injustice against the guy? What about the injustice against a man? What about the injustice of real rape victims that now are not actually believed? You ever think about that? If you use these things as political tools to make men kneel, what about the real ones? I came to your show in Richland, by the way, and thought it was great. I don't care, Ian. Do you think, if you really are a fan of mine, you would know that I am not motivated one goddamn bit about you being a fan of mine. Whether or not you've bought everything I've sold and come to every show I've ever done, and you talking shit like this, I, I, I never want you ever to do anything for me. Because it would make me feel uncomfortable. Ian Hopper. You think coming to my show means you get one more bit of anything from me? You don't get to buy shit from me. You don't get to... to... It's so funny that that's how your brain thinks. That you think that that would do anything to me. That, uh, that almost makes me think that I need to be more aggressive on stage to keep people like you away from me. I don't think he deserves quite this much hate. I think there's a communication disconnect from Bingo Bear. Nah, it's not hate, bud. It's an absolute call out. Because what he's saying is so fucking dangerous. And he's trying to speak on behalf of victims, but he doesn't feel shit about it. Debbie says, I feel bad for him now. Oh, a woman has uh, uh, weaponized uh, empathy. Uh, big surprise. That's never happened. He's not a troll. I don't care. He's a human being. And what he's saying is crazy. What he's saying that I should believe this cunt who doesn't even have her name from 18 years ago? Who's going to cost this guy probably a million dollars? May break up a family? I don't know shit about what's happening, but this is complete fucking bullshit. And if you think that, you, uh, that you're going to contribute to a world in which an accusation is a guilt, then you're fucked. And what you did, you accused me. You accused me. Of, of, of perpetuating uh, a culture that doesn't believe victims and for some reason would hurt a rape victim. Do you understand how fucking aggressive that is? And then my response is actually seen as the, aggressive, uh, the aggression? No, motherfucker. What I was saying, you attacked first. You drew first blood. And what you accused me of is so fucking crazy that, that I, I, man, this is nothing what I'm saying to you. I'm giving you respect. Ian, this is exactly why women don't report rapes half the time in the first place. No, they don't. That is not true. You're just repeating nonsense. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Chris, uh, laughing my ass off at Ian's profile pic. Soy boy. Yeah, no, he's garbage. Like, that talking point is nonsense. Women not reporting it is not because they fucked a rock star with their boyfriend in a concert and feel bad about it 18 years later and want to see someone bleed. She goes, deep breath. <sighs> she wrote deep breath. Do you understand the trauma of rape? That's not how they act, Ian. That's how you get fucking attention because you lived a shit nihilistic life and you want to see someone bleed. How dare you come at me for this shit, man? I happen to know quite a bit about this. How about we move on? I think Ian has taken enough of a beating. No, he hasn't because he keeps talking. As soon as Ian goes without saying a word for 30 seconds, then I'll move on. But if he still thinks that he has a right to fucking talk this shit, man, 
I'll come back at everything he says. Waiting. I vote to move on, says Chris. Yeah, I told you the deal. If he stays quiet like a good little Ian, uh, I'll move on. Oh, he said again. Ian, I'm not coming at you, man. I'm just trying to provide a counter-argument. A counter-argument. A counter-argument? So your counter-argument is that we should believe anybody that accuses anybody of anything. That's your counter-argument? Is the destruction of the rule of law in my country? And I'm pretty sure that isn't a counter-argument to you. You're not playing devil's advocate. I wrote the goddamn book on it. If you can't argue the other side, you have no right to an opinion. That's not what you were doing. You were you were saying something to what you believe. Have a counter-argument to that, dipshit? Or sit for 30 seconds, and then I'll move on. But if you say one more word, I will fucking counter it again and again and again. Because I know you're a real person. I know you're not a troll. I know that you even came to a show in eastern Washington. And I don't give a shit. That doesn't buy me anything. You can't buy my will. I'm not the fucking Clinton Foundation. <laughs> you know? Oh, more from Ian. My counter argument isn't that you should just call someone stupid because they took a long time to tell their story. Okay? That isn't a counter argument. Her story was she fucked a guy at a concert with her boyfriend there. She didn't provide her name. She didn't go to the police. And it was 18 years later. Nothing about it is, is meaningful. If she said I was gang raped by my neighbors when I was 12 and I didn't tell anybody because of the shame, that's a very, very different story, Ian. Ian, she wrote that like a goddamn romance novel. Deep breath. Pray for me. You know, I want to say something, but should I? My fingers ache with anticipation. You su- you're such a bitch. So Bill Cosby didn't rape anyone either? That's a different story. If she said he gave me a drink, I passed out, I ended up in his hotel room, and he raped me, those people told, Ian. Those people said shit at the time, and he wasn't prosecuted because he was protected by Hollywood. That is a much different story. Those women came forward. Do you understand that? They didn't come forward anonymously. They bravely said their name and said, Cosby raped me. And then... Uh, there was like uh, 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 out-of-court settlements and shit like that. It's not the same thing at all. They did not anonymously on a blog 18 years later say anything. The whole point was that Cosby was protected from actual um, credible fucking um, rape testimony. Okay, Ian, sit there for 30 seconds and I'll move on. If not, if you say one more fucking word, I'll just keep gutting you. Nothing, huh? Good. 15 seconds. And then if you say anything, you'll know that I'm not here seeing it. You know that you're being a little bitch. 10 seconds. Good. I think you're finally, you finally see that you should sit there. You should sit there. Don't say one more fucking word to me. Because, Ian. Oh, here we go. I mean, I do not need to get back to work. I mean, I do need to get back to work. It's not because you need to get back to work. It's because nothing you're saying means shit. It's because you got called out hard in front of a thousand people. Oh, almost 1,100 people. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is and you fucking know it. Don't act like you have some big thing to say and you just have to go back to work. You just want to fucking keep your ego because you won't admit that you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong, Ian. Okay, now we're going to do another 30 seconds. 
15 seconds. We all know it's not about work. 10 seconds. All you had to do was say you're sorry for being wrong, buddy. Waste everyone's time. You don't have to do this bullshit about fucking work. And he's gone. Good. Now we move on. Now we move on. And it, Oh, Ian just said something else. You didn't win. Yes, I did, Ian. And everyone knows it. And now we move on. Because you're such a pathetic sack of shit that you had to say you didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. And guess who it's at the expense of, Ian? Rape victims. You realize that you're, that you're fucking, hang on. Coddington Bear, don't, you silenced Ian Coddington, I'm taking your fucking wrench right now. Coddington, say one thing, you're, you're losing your wrench for that. You can't fucking silence people like that. Oh, I meant to delete it. Okay, you can keep your wrench. But she can't silence people in those situations, dude. Bad Coddington. Bad Coddington. No, I, I trust him. I trust that he wasn't trying to silence him. He's from Florida. But just know I don't want to silence Ian. I want him to just keep saying shit. Let Ian talk so we can keep mocking him. Yeah, dude, you never silence real people trying to fucking lie like that. You didn't win. He's, he's willing to put rape, actual rape victims and the rule of law. He puts his ego ahead of those people. I'm trying to unblock it. Coddington, don't worry. Don't worry. It's fine. I love you, buddy. I know you were just, you're trying to, I, I, I know that you're such a good person. Honestly, I say Florida trash is a joke. Coddington's a very, 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 very good human being. So it's all good. I just, uh, I really wanted to just see him go 30 seconds without saying a fucking word because it was coming. All right. You should write a book called The Inconvenient Child, Playoff Gore's Inconvenient Truth. That's a good idea, Jonathan. I'm still like working on my own book that is done, but not done, done. Now I feel a lot of pressure that it has to be like the greatest thing ever, but um, it'll be fine. Trailblazer, I caught uh, you on, uh, what we got here? Trailblazer, I caught you on Anthony's show earlier this month. You killed me with Trump is such a hardcore capitalist. He watched Shark Tank while he banged Stormy. Yeah, that's a pretty funny joke. I forgot about that joke. All right. Thank you, uh, 101st Bear. Very nice. He just gave me $17.76. David, people don't understand that sex has an inherent physical and psychological value. When overused, both become lower and the individual destabilizes. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like a currency. It's like anything. It's uh, You flood the market. Oh, Ian's back. Yeah, but now it's just a distraction. Just You guys mock him. It's hilarious. He's going to be like, you didn't win. You got to believe. Ian Hopper says you're all cowards. Yeah, now he's in full spiral mode. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. It's real funny. I did it to Michael Ian Black once on Twitter. Now he's in full full mode. He'll just be saying, like, nonsense. Oh, it's a troll? Oh, cool. Well, have fun with those guys. I'm going to stay focused. Um, hoping my husband doesn't see this, but would you want to help me tell him I'm pregnant in a video somehow? I'm not yet, but hopefully very soon, and I want to be ready. We both love your stuff. Absolutely. Uh that's uh some ah man i wish i could just give you my personal email right now somehow if you email uh unbearable comedy at gmail.com delev will give you my personal email hit me up and let's really make this awesome but um get pregnant though fucking get pregnant you gotta make it happen 
uh, trail bla uh, blazer. This is my body. You can't come in here. This is my nation. You can't come here. <laughs> That's hilarious. See, yeah, we're getting fucking immigration raped right now. How come no one cares? How come Ian doesn't care about that? Uh, someone said, uh, I think Ian has some good points, says Sean. I, at this point, now there's going to be a lot of trolls that just want to get that amount of attention I just gave Ian. It's all good, though. Ian has no good points. Like, literally none. An anonymous blog 18 years after she fucked a rock star with her fucking a boyfriend standing by a door. If it even happened. If it even happened. And that is somehow seen as bad. Like, no, it's, 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 not, it's not good. You shouldn't live your life like that. But that isn't rape. I've seen what a rape victim looks like. And that isn't it. And, it, and it's like, it's, it's kind of like how everyone, everyone's racist now. Like, check out this, uh, this meme again. Everyone I don't like is Hitler, a child's guide to online political discussion. It's like everything is rape and a child's guide to uh, dating in 2018. And I'm starting to see that the best move is literally, uh, Sean, I'm just kidding. I love you. Peterson Shapiro Crowder, et cetera. Oh, yeah, totally. It's all good. You're funny. I just can't tell tone sometimes in the chat. Uh, I feel bad for the men who have to walk on eggshells now. It's nutty, dude. That's why, dude, I'm telling you, it's all about Christian conservatism. That's the only way out. It's the only way out. And conservative Jews, you guys are cool. And some Buddhists are cool. But you got to fucking uh, figure out your shit early and be pretty regimented about it because it's getting nutty out there. Never be alone with a woman who isn't your wife. Totally, dude. Totally. All right. And this is coming from someone who used to uh, not think this way. And I'm it's it's and there's no financial benefit for me to say these things at all. Uh, I feel bad for young people that are being fed, confusing. Be dude, they don't even know if their dick makes them a boy. It's like their whole life is confusion, and it's also other people can profit off their backs. It's nuts. I can't believe um, seeing JP in Sacramento tonight. Anyone else? Hit up Barber Bear. Jennifer, spot on with this. Women like all of the time. The fact is we don't have rape culture except for the ones these stupid feminist cunts are importing in. Exactly. You want rape culture? Go to fucking Saudi Arabia. I, I mean, rape culture is, is, it is Sharia law. So if you really, Sikhs are cool. Yeah, Sikhs are totally cool. Yeah, anybody that has, this is my problem with Islam. And I really do have a problem with Islam. It's that there isn't any universal universality to it. It's be good to other Muslims. That's what it is. Christianity is be good to your fellow man. And there really is a difference. Islam seriously has a set of rules for other Muslims and a set of rules for non-Muslims. And uh, guys, it's really different. You're not you don't even have to not lie or not kill non-Muslims. It's like... Uh, yeah, Christianity is love your enemies, but Christians are the devil, LOL. I know, it's nuts. It's fucking nuts, man. Like Christians, their they're, they're, uh, morality is supposed to be applied to all people. And some people say, well, I know this one Christian named Gary, and he's a real dick. Yeah, but the, the original document, the founding document, if you just look at it from a strictly legal position, is telling believers to treat all humans with the same respect. Islam does not do that. It has different rules for non-Muslims. Like it doesn't, it's like, that'd be the equivalent of it's like, 
Love thy neighbor. Unless he's a Christian, then fucking shoot him. That isn't in the Bible. Or a Muslim. I got my box. Thanks, Big Bear. I have I have thought a lot about the piano key. How much how many people use this key? And also how many learn the piano with this key on it. So thanks, Big Bear. Much love to the Bears. That's from Delicate Bear. I was late on getting her a Stein. So I sent her a bonus Stein or bonus flask and a piano key and that piano key is over 100 years old and it was the original piano that i used with your help to dig out of my financial and uh cultural uh hole after the fucking trans kid thing and so i burned the piano because it was i couldn't even tune it it was unusable but i kept all the uh, all the keys and the hammers and i gave them to, to people that i thought would really appreciate them <clears throat> Ian Hopper, let's Chelsea Handler piss on him. Good thought, Roy Bear. Hi, my name is Michael Ian Black. I changed my name from Michael Ian Schwartz because I'm ashamed of being Jewish. His joke from the state, his truth. It's true. No, the guy's pathetic. He's a pathetic man. Postmodernism has you look back on history as a power structure, seeing events between oppressor and oppressed. No more regrets, only blame. Right. It's kind of like when people have judged me. when they see, You learn so much more about what other people believe by how they view you than anything else. Like when, uh, when Whitney Cummings said that I got all right wing and crazy when I got a bunch of money from, uh, something. And it blew my mind because in that same time period, I had a child and she only sees the world as money. And so in her mind, the only thing that can change anything is money. And I'm like, no, I gave up money and became more, conservative because of having a baby but like some people they literally don't they only see the world as power and so they truly don't understand why people operate they think you're like an idiot they're like but if you say these words you get more candy and you and someone else is like but you're wrong then and they're like you're crazy and the other one's like you're crazy it's because you value a different outcome and it it it's honestly i can see how it's more crazy to be ethical sometimes because some people are like, well, you don't get anything you can touch. And you're like, yeah, but you get peace. And they're like, what the fuck? No, candy, dude, money, fucking sex. I can come more. I'll come in chicks. They'll get a board. They'll have abortions. I don't have to wear a condom. It feels better. I'll come right in. I'm abort it. You know, I get more money. Why the fuck would you say you're against abortion? It's like, what happens if you come in someone and she's some crazy bitch and you want to kill, you don't want any responsibility. And it's like, and then you realize that you just have a completely different view of the world where you're like, so you think it's okay to kill an unborn child so that you can come more? And it's like, yeah, coming. And you're like, holy fuck, man. And then you start realizing that sometimes people deserve the hell that's coming to them. It's weird. Ian needs a good conservative woman to set him straight. Yeah, to be honest with you, he probably had good intentions. He's just uh, just sipping on that soy. I don't fucking hate Ian at all, by the way. If he came to a show, we'd probably hang out and have a beer. He needed a stern talking to. He has not enough masculinity in his life. He's just, for whatever reason, he's around too many people that are like, I mean, be kind. Be better, Ian. Just be better. It's like, no, be accurate. Say what's accurate. Uh, I have absolutely no problem with Ian at all. By the way, I think everyone kind of knows that. 
he he's surrounded by soy. I don't I don't know how that's possible, but living in Eastern Washington, but uh, there's probably miscommunication. I don't think there was. He made himself very very clear. What he was saying was absolute nonsense, but I know why he was saying it. It's the same reason people say pro-choice is to help women. It's nonsense. It's because they're around so many women that are like, just be good. Is it so bad to be kind? Well, if, if, if being kind only gets you temporary uh, social approval and then leads to the deaths of millions, yeah, there's something wrong with that. And that requires a little something called masculinity. Uh, because if not, you get the old Hitler pushback. If you bottle up masculinity and, and you uh, turn a, a proud nation into cucks, I don't know, 1919 to 1928, Germany, <clears throat> uh, then you get something called the old Hitler pushback where it bottles, 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 boom! And then it's, ah! And then you can't stop it. No, Trump is decent. Trump is not Hitler. Hitler's Hitler. Wait till you see what that actually looks like. What, what the, the, the problematic masculinity really looks like. It looks like Genghis fucking Khan. It doesn't look like Trump. All right. What do you think the motivation is for the sheriff in Florida tweeting another car trying to impress young boys? Uh, just, just fucking coming money. Just total piece of shit. Doesn't care about the deaths of children. Yeah, I mean, just pure evil. Absolute evil. I mean, look, the irony is a lot of us pro-Second Amendment people and pro-free market people... The deaths and those shootings hurt us more, I would guess, than that fucking liar sheriff who sees the problem, why that all those kids got shot, does nothing about it, lies about it, and brags about his new car. Lamborghini. Nice Lambo. Uh, that means that those deaths meant nothing. That's the irony of this whole thing. It's like, you, you, you hate kids. You must hate kids if you own guns. It's like, dude, you don't care about kids. It's like you're, you're so fucking into kids that you're pro-abortion and you won't address any issues about child safety in government schools. And, and we're the bad guys because we fucking have, have guns because it's, it's the Second Amendment protects all the other amendments. And if you don't realize that by now, you're fucking retarded. It's like your family got murdered and you knew exactly who it was and reporting it 18 la uh, years later. How stupid are you, Ian? Uh, yeah, except it's not even murder. It's like you fucked a guy at a concert and you thought that you being not too intimate into it was non-consent. And now you want to ruin his life without putting your fucking name on it. No, that's not the way the world works. And it's, and it's to, sh to show a message that any guy steps outside of bounds, they get a fucking rape accusation. Mountaineer Bear. Sounds like Fifty Shades fan fiction to me. Yeah, totally. This is exactly why uh, Owen is great. Not afraid to call out his own fans for greater good of the ideology. Love it. Well, it's just, I, I almost get personally offended when people are like, I'm your Patreon. Uh, why are you saying these things to me? I'm like, do you think you can buy my friendship or my respect? You're out of your fucking mind. Because then like, imagine if I was lying about all this. Like, why would I go through the type of shit that I've went through this year if that's really how I thought? It's just nuts. It's just nuts. If my lack of apologies for things that... All I had to do was say sorry about the, that nigga stole my bike. I just had to say sorry. I just had to meet with this one woman and say I was sorry, and I would not do it. And look at all the fucking... 
I'm moving. I'm literally moving because of it. But yet, someone being my Patreon or fucking coming to a, a school is going to make me uh, uh, throw the rule of law under the bus. People are out of their fucking minds. Um, I want you as my president, says Anthony. Well, I never want to be president, which is probably why I'd probably be a good president. That's the irony of all of it. I don't trust myself. I don't want power. I want authority. But I want authority given to me by people, not enforced by any force. I think about this shit a lot. Because a lot of people have told me to get into uh, some sort of leadership positions. I don't want it because it's all backed by force. And I, I don't, A, I don't trust myself because all human beings get a little fucked up with the aircraft carrier. Uh, even though I think I'd be better than most, I still think the power does something weird to your head. And also, uh, I'd rather just do this. I think culture is, uh, what did Andrew, Andrew Breitbart say? That uh, politics are downstream of culture. I think focusing on our responsibilities as, as parents and brothers and sisters and children and all community members and what we can do in our lives to, to make our world better is just so much more important than these fucking policies. Where did the Muslim bride have her wedding shower? Toys R Us. Good one. I like that. Bayou Bear. Still amazing to me how you keep circling back to Christian values without using religion as reasoning. I wrote you a super chat about this in May, slowly seeing each cultural issue through a Christian lens. So fascinating. Bayou Bear. Yeah, because that's what it is. It's about the values. Because I'm not the biggest fan of religion, although I do obviously love Christianity, and that is technically a religion, because of my, I've seen the corruption of it and the corruptibility of it, but that's the corruptibility of man. You know, but the Lord's name in vain to me isn't saying God damn. It's uh, when you say, I am, I speak on behalf of God, give me your kids, right? And, and I saw that. And now the secular gods use equality as, as their Lord's name in vain, where they say, I want to make the world equal. I want no more suffering. I want to end poverty. I want black men and white men and everyone to all just romp together. Give me your money. Give me your kids. And that to me, the institutions to me are, are something I'm very wary of, but the word I'm not wary of. I think that, that it's very important that we maintain the fact that we are a faith people because without it, we're fucked. I'd be fucked on a personal level in a lot of ways. I would be complete. I would have, and it's not about intelligence. It's not about any of that shit. I'm smart as a motherfucker. You can't think your way out of hell. You can't think your way out of nihilism. You just, every road leads to roads, leads to roads, leads to nowhere. And it's this weird maze that, that you can just get trapped in and there's no way out. The only way out is a true belief in good and evil and, and, and uh, maintaining, you know, your morality through difficult times. And what God is to you is, is I'm not here to say that. I don't picture God as a dude or like, uh, I don't know. I think it's like on a level that we can't really understand. It's like a clam on an on a ocean trying to understand a dog, you know. In a zombie apocalypse, the soy boy will be the main course. Well, I think they will be the soy boys, the zombies. When can I expect my bear shekels for supporting you on Patreon and huge penis? Just kidding. Keep being true to yourself, big bear. That's the last, uh, I'll, I'll check out the PayPals now. Uh, I think we should make, uh, 
Man, God is a dude. Jesus. What is Rudy talking about? Uh, I think we should make uh, bear, bear shackles. Uh, most conscious, you obviously haven't read the Bible. Most conscious. Oh, you guys talking to each other? Yeah, sometimes I want to jump into your, your uh, conversations, but I don't know um, what the fuck you're talking about. Yes, bear coins. Yeah, bear coins. Who's the more influential to conservative right now? Jordan Peterson, who's a moderate person, or Ben Shapiro, who's an old school conservative? Both in different ways. Jordan Peterson said that with Christianity, at least for once a week at church, people were thinking about doing better and being better, even if that was just for one day. Here's another thing to think about. Uh, the modern priest is the psychiatrist, is the secular priest. And the secular priest of the psychiatrist tells you to look inward at yourself and become narcissistic. And the, and the, the pastor, the priest, the, the, the preacher says to look outward. And that actually gives you more uh, peace. Looking inward, the psychiatrist, the secular priest, you know, says, Look in yourself. You literally pay someone to talk about yourself exclusively for an hour. And that's the modern religion. And so in doing that, you put yourself in hell. And uh, that's just straight up. Owen, have you read The Road to Serfdom? No, people tell me that that's legit. Psychiatry is a revere, as revered as religion was during the Inquisition. Of course, dude, psychiatry is absolutely a religion. There's no scientific basis. And by scientific, what I, I don't mean it with a capital S, like it's a religion. I mean it the way I truly love science. I actually have like a predisposition uh, to science. I've always been good at science. I, I like science a lot. But the only way to tell if something science really scientific is if you can make predictions with it. That's the whole key to science is can you get a predictive model? And there's no predictive models in, uh, in uh, social science or psychiatry or any of this shit. That's why it's not real science. Same with the global warming shit. Their predictive models didn't predict anything. And that's why it's nonsense. And when people say you're a science denier, you're like, no, but what science is, is the ability to make predictions. And that's when science is really good. You know, like uh, like the way satellites work and, and how that coordinates with your GPS and all that. They can, every single thing's a prediction and it works flawlessly. And that's where science is great. Where science is not great is when you can't make any predictions. That's when it becomes voodoo. This is from Shane. In honor of Maxine Waters. Thanks, buddy. That was nice. That was very nice of you. Peter, can you try and play Lick My Love Pump? Uh, also remind the bears to do PayPal if they don't want you to give 30% of, uh, of their tips to YouTube. Yeah, but here's the thing. The Super Chats are also convenient. I get what you're saying now. They do take a piece. But as a, as, a, as a market guy, they do provide a service. And Super Chats alone have allowed me to like not go under. And for that, I am grateful. Uh and just the fact that it streams right there is easy. But for some people that just despise Google, which I completely understand, um, paypal.me slash feed the bear. Big Bear, it's an honor. This is from Christopher. Big Bear, it's an honor to be part of the sleuth of bears that follow you as you guide us through the land of milk and honey. It's salmon and honey, but thank you. Registered as Shakespeare, working on the first draft of a script that could be the perfect independent film for you. I will send an outline 
to your Gmail, and I had no idea that a group of bears was called a sleuth. I give credit to DuckDuckGo. Fuck Google. Yeah, man. Fuck Google. Yeah, and send me anything you're writing because I also am planning on uh, shooting a bunch of sketches when I move to Washington with uh, Artling. I'm going to really elevate the quality of, um, of production for this. I'm going to invest like thousands of dollars into this shit. So, I, th I mean, hopefully, it, with his expertise, I think that I can uh, really escalate what we're doing here. When I was trying to do it on my own, I remember th those dark times when I'd be like, I just bought all these microphones and I don't know what the fuck they are. And I just spiral. It's because I also didn't have uh, expertise. Hey, Big Bear, this is a song I super chatted you about. My seven-month-old dog, Opie, seems to calm down at the sound of your voice and or piano music. He has heard your voice every day for his whole life. Much love to all. Bunny Bear. Uh, I went down to Houston and I stopped in San Antonio. I passed it. What's this uh, to the song of? I'll check that out. Thank you. I love that your dog likes my voice. Christian, what's up, Big Bear? I've been listening for a while and I'm finally ready to come out as Grizzly Bear. Can I be known as Stag Bear and keep fighting the good fight, bud? Yeah, welcome, Stag Bear. Go to unbearablesapp.com, register, start chatting with people. It's a blast. Coder Bear made it. Pinder, hey, Owen. I learned a long time ago that laughter is truly the best medicine. When my daughter was battling leukemia at nine, we decided to take my cartoon strip characters and tell her story in a children's book, which was published in 2004. We did it with humor, and it, and it turns out that it really helped a lot of children deal with that illness. The only people that were offended by it were the ones who never experienced it. I say this because my recent barity was greeted by some of my fellow churchgoers with hatred. But someone who is actually the product of incest found it hysterical. As always, God bless you and your family. Love you, Pinder. That's all. It's so true. And that, that gives me strength to get through some of this shit. Is when I know that it's good. You know, when people that have actually faced a lot of the issues that we're mocking, like they're like, it's a, it's a needed breath of fresh air to a, a real difficult time. And for all the, the white girls at Yale that just can't even deal. That's an act of narcissism and it's an, it's, it's an act, they're hiding something. The people that do that are the ones that they ha they, they're hiding some sort of self-hatred or some sort of entitlement, narcissistic bullshit that comes from something they're secretly fucking doing. And I'm telling you, it's there. Like being from my town, it's like the teachers that were the most judgy and shitty and, and uh, offended we're always the ones that would come out as someone who like raped kids. I'm dead fucking serious, man. And it really changed the way I looked at a lot of this shit. Hello, you make my days full and encourage me to be a better husband and father. I love the bears, you and my life better and have grown to be a better person in this great community. I met Kyle Cavanaugh this morning getting coffee as he's on tour across the US and Canada. That's awesome. So great to meet so many great people and it's because of the truth you spread in the live streams every day. It means a lot. And as always, I cannot forget Mod me too, haha, joking, uh, don't be mad. Um, hilarious, and that's awesome. Yeah, Kavanaugh's great. And just know, I'm just doing my part with my skills. I'm good at communication, and I'm good at this shit. It's just, it's not because of me, it's because of everybody. And that I, I know that sounds gay and corny, but it's true. It's just, this is my skill set. I thought you might want to know, Shostakovich was not in a gulag, but in some ways the truth is more interesting and definitely quite horrifying. Stalin hated his work. He was denounced twice, first at the start of the Great Terror in 36. His own, this is great. Thank you for writing this. Uh, this is from David. Uh, uh, I will put up that Shostakovich thing that I did last night, Beers with Bears. His uncle, brother-in-law, mother-in-law, mentor, and multiple close friends were all arrested and either executed or sentenced to the gulags. He was scheduled for interrogation, 
but his interrogator was arrested first. Shostakovich kept a bag packed and spent nights in the landing near the elevator so his family wouldn't be disturbed when they came to arrest him. His son, Maxim, was born in 38 amidst all the chaos and horror. 20 years later, having survived much more drama, he wrote the concerto for his son. Oh, dude, that's, that's the detail that killed me who debuted the piece at his own graduation from the Moscow Conservatory. His son was literally the piano bringing out that beautiful melody amidst the gloom and repression surrounding them. How touching that your father would pick that piece to share it with his own son. Oh, dude, it, 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 it fucking kills me, bro. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that up after, as soon as I get done with this, that, that part from Beers with Bears last night. Because I learned that in real time last night after talking about how that was the song that my father showed me and the fact that Shostakovich dedicated that to his son and and you know in the Soviet hell and, and it's the most beautiful song I've ever heard in my life Jordan Peterson has been pissing a lot of people a lot of simple-minded people off by talking about God as a way of acting and traits necessary to do well in life the atheists are pissed he isn't falling into their sky daddy narrative the atheists are pissed he isn't falling into their sky. Oh, I know. I know. I know some Christians that get pissed at, at not pissed, they love him. But uh but that he it, he won't he uh he dodges certain questions about his faith, which I think is smart, regardless of what it really is. He's saying if you live this way, your life is better, and that's all you need to know. And I think that's a bridge that is so fucking valuable and so needed for people that might have been a little brainwashed by atheists and, and public schools and shit, that they just needed someone to say, it doesn't matter if it's true or not, just live it and then talk to me again in a year. And then at that point, you start having more conversations about like, well, if you live this way and it is good, what does that mean? And then you, and then that takes you to another place. And, and then the element of faith it, it just drives people like Sam Harris insane. And I found that very weird. Okay, this is the last one. Hey, Owen, wanted to get your take on Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, you mean the, the socialist that was just elected or just won the Democratic primary? A Democratic socialist progressive who won a congressional seat in New York last night. She's so progressive that she got her career working for Ted Kennedy, who was so progressive that he aborted his date in the lake. Ah! People are going to vote completely on identity lines this election like never before. Unreal. Much love. I I mean my gut says it's really bad for Democrats because it's it's just nonsense and it's going to split their party so bad that uh, I think that it's I think it's it's a little terrifying that anyone would elect a socialist but uh and she's 28 she looks she looks almost exactly like Huma Abedin she's like a younger version I'll I'll show you a side by side pic and then I got to go um so this it's weird how much they look alike. It's like fucking weird. Okay, so this is the woman who just won as a socialist. And tell me Huma Abedin doesn't look like a like just an older, more beaten down version of this chick. Man. Like they both have those big front teeth. It's uh it's weird. It's just like this weird look of like that type of person. Uh, yeah, I mean, imagine being Huma Abedin. Her life must suck. Jesus. All right, last couple ones. 
I can help with making bear coins. All right, do it, baby. Make me some bear coins, some bear shekels. We still have a thousand people. That's incredible. I'm Kamal Bell. Just released the worst stand-up special ever on Netflix. It's actually amazing how unfunny it is. He's just another race-obsessed idiot. It'd be hilarious to hear you review it. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Oh, dude, it's all horrible. Rogan's will be good. I know some people think I'm a bitch for uh, giving a lot of props to Rogan all the time. But, dude, he is a voice in the wilderness out there. Like, it, it, it doesn't exist in L.A. And for anybody's shit that they might have with Rogan, it's like, it's him, uh, fucking Norm. There's, it's just, it's gone. It's almost like the nothing from the never-ending story has just ripped it away. And, and one reason why I, I continuously give dudes like that props is because it's like, I don't want to just bitch. I want to always give credit. Uh, I always want to be positive about things as well as, as, as call out the nonsense. And it's like, the fact that he owns guns is nuts. Given like, yeah, and I also have battered Rogan syndrome. Uh, ha, to leave my message, when are you moving to Washington? Uh, two days, I'm leaving. William, been on severance for a month and I just got a great opportunity. Wish me luck. Bears, verify me as True Bear. Welcome, True Bear. Relaunched at truemeric.com. Sweet. I don't know what that is, but check them out. Support Bears. T-R-E-W-M-E-R-R-I-C-K.com. I hope that's uh, something cool, but uh, always support Bears. All right, that's going to be it for me. Oh, Nick DiPaolo is legit. These are these are the places where you can uh, follow or support or whatnot. Connington made this. Um, Twitter is that's that's uh, Delev runs that. But if if Rogan was telling me I should I should make a I should make a a, a Twitter called uh, Owen's wife, and like my wife runs it and just is like I'm horrified what Owen just said. But he said you know Justin Trudeau's a faggot nigger, you know like like take one step away from it. So that uh, it's never just like me saying it. It's just all from the point of view of my wife. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's just Owen's wife. It's just like, that'd be fucking hilarious. It's like, I can't believe Owen just said Hitler was a tremendous leader. <laughs> all right, so at Owen Comedy right now, Instagram, Owen Benjam, fuck Facebook, I'm currently banned. Um, if you want to support patreon.com slash WDTL, huge pianist.com slash subscribe, uh, paypal.me slash feed the bear or don't, it's all good. I do all these for free and I never take advertising because I don't want to be influenced. So if you want to throw in, do it. If not, uh, it's all good. Much love. Cause I'm doing fine. And, uh, I'm, I'm investing in a fireplace an outdoor fireplace because I want to do fires. Dennis Prager does Fireside Chats, and that's based on the original. Uh, Roosevelt did Fireside Chats. I want to do Fireside Rants, and I want to make everything just look better. Just, uh, I think we can reach a bigger audience. Uh, what did Bunny say? Whenever someone says, like, good idea, I'm always like, which one, though? Film Amy saying it. That's a great idea. All right, have an awesome day, everybody. Today was a uh, fun one, per usual. Tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, same time. Uh, Friday night, I will be on the road Friday, but I'll try to make up. I'll try to make it up to you somehow. I'll, I, uh, for the next, um, 
After tomorrow, the next four or five days, depending on how long it takes me to drive across the country with four dogs that have a tendency to shit all over me, uh, I don't know the schedule. And much love to Bayonet Bob for doing the audio. You know, follow uh, Why Didn't They Laugh on all the audio sites. But um, I'll just randomly do live streams in, in, in this beautiful nation of ours. So make sure you subscribe to this channel and hit the alert button because the alert button is big. Subscribing doesn't mean shit anymore. It just plugs you into an algorithm. So it's like, if you like Owen, you might also like Adolf Hitler. All right, much love. Peace.